السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وأفضل الصلاة وأتم التسليم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين Dear brothers and sisters, we are in the first days of the month of the Hijjah. These blessed days, which the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us about them, that they are the best days in the whole year. And the good deeds during these days are better than making any good deeds throughout the year except these days and one of the great things that the people they are doing during these days is performing hajj so today inshallah i'd like to take you through the journey of hajj how the hajj started and what are the stages that it took until we reached the hajj that we are performing these days so the word Hajj in itself means to sit out for a place, especially if this place is an important place. Bil-Arabi, al-Qasdu ila makanin mu'adham. So when you go to a, an important place, this they call it Hajj. So Muslims, they are doing Hajj to Mecca. Christians, they are doing Hajj to Palestine. There are different people doing different types of Hajj. Then Islamically, the Hajj in our understanding as Muslims means the annual pilgrimage that Muslims make to Mecca with the intention of performing certain religious rites in accordance with the method prescribed by the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sallam. So, the journey of Hajj starts from the minute you make the intention to do Hajj until you finish that by Tawaf Al-Wada'a, the last Tawaf you do before you leave Mecca. All these actions that you are taking during these days considered as Hajj. But where this Hajj come from? Hajj and its rites were first ordained by Allah in the time of Prophet Ibrahim, and he was the one who was entrusted by Allah to build the Kaaba, along with his son Ismail at, at Mecca. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us about this. And remember when we showed Ibrahim the site of the sacred house, saying, associate nothing, associate not anything in worship, with me and purify my house for those who making tawaf and those who stand up for prayer and those who bow down and make prostration in prayer and this is in surat al-hajj so here the rights of the hajj the actuals of hajj how uh, we are performing hajj now going back to ibrahim but is there anything before Ibrahim السلام? Yes. The authentic sunnah talking about that the prophets before Ibrahim السلام, 
they performed Hajj. So there is some hadith talking about Adam السلام, that he performed Hajj. And after Ibrahim, there is Musa السلام, performed Hajj. And the Nabi وسلم, even in that hadith, described to us how Prophet Musa was wearing when he performed the Hajj. As I said, the Hajj as we know now, or the original of the Hajj that we know now, started from Ibrahim Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered Ibrahim to build the, the Kaaba, and after he built it, now he, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him, وَأَذِّنْ فِي النَّاسِ بِالْحَجِّ Now proclaim people to come to Hajj. Ibrahim said, how, how can my voice will reach the people? Because the people in that area were very few at that time. And also the sound of Ibrahim will reach only few people in that area. Ibn Abbas said in the authentic hadith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him, you are doing the Adhan and we are doing the Balagh. Balagh means that your voice, your Adhan will reach the whole earth. And the Hadith saying that the mountains, they went down when Ibrahim والسلام, proclaimed that until the voice of Ibrahim والسلام, reached every part of the earth. Subhanallah And can Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do that? Yes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can do that. It's easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He's the one who made all these rules for transforming the voice and all these things. So it is easy for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make that voice of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam reach all the parts of of the earth now with a small uh, loudspeaker you can you can make a whole town for example hearing your voice if there is a concert or something like this so for ibrahim والسلام, or for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this to happen is very simple and easy and the point is that that call which Ibrahim made at that time and Ibn Abbas in the hadith telling us that every, every part of the earth heard it we see this translated now because we can see people from all over the earth they are coming to Mecca to perform Hajj so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to Ibrahim, وَأَذِّنْ فِي النَّاسِ بِالْحَجِّ يَأْتُوكَ رِجَالًا So they will come to you on foot, وَعَلَى كُلِّ ضَامِرٍ They will come on camels, يَأْتِينَ مِنْ كُلِّ فَجِّنْ عَمِيكَ They will come from deep distance. And this is what's happening, what's happening now. So Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam called for the hajj, and he himself, with Ismail, started to do the hajj. And he used to do this, every year so 
when Ibrahim passed away, then Ismail continued doing the Hajj. But gradually with the passage of time, both the form and the goal of the Hajj were changed. During the time of Ibrahim the Hajj was clear because he asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Arina manasikina, tell us what are the rights? How we'll do it? And there is authentic hadith saying that Jibreel came and showed Ibrahim that you do the tawaf, you do the sa'i, you stay in, in, in Mina, then you go to Arafah, go to Muzdalifa, then go back to Mina, you stone, you cut, you then slaughter, all these things, Jibreel showed them to Ibrahim and Ibrahim practiced that. But during the history, because the people became now away from the original religion and there is many changes happened because the people stayed away and changed the original deen, so gradually with the passage of time, as I said, both the form and the goal of the Hajj rites were changed. Why this happened? Because the idolaters brought now a new religion to, to Mecca, because Mecca is the place where the people, they are doing Hajj. So the idolaters spread throughout Arabia, the Kaaba lots its purity and idols were placed inside it. Now this place which is originally for Tawheed Allah Azza wa now it became what? It became the place of these idols. Its walls became covered with poems and painting, including one of uh, Ibrahim and Ismail Eventually, over 360 idols came to be placed around the Kaaba. So this was one of the important change, changes happened in that, in that place. So in, in, instead of the people that they are praying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they start to pray to these idols. Not only that, during the Hajj period itself, the atmosphere around the sacred uh, place of the Kaaba was like a circus. Men and women would go around the Kaaba naked, arguing that they should present themselves before God in the same condition they were born. And another explanation or argument they put, oh, these clothes we committed since while we are wearing it. So how we can face God now with the same clothes that we committed sins with? So we'd like to take these clothes off and we'd like to worship him naked then uh, there is no clothes with khati'a, with disobedient. Their prayer became devoid of all sincere remembrance of Allah and was instead reduced to a series of hand clapping, whistling, and the blowing of horns. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned that in Surah Al-Anfal. He said, وَمَا كَانَ صَلَاتُهُمْ عِنْدَ الْبَيْتِ إِلَّا مُكَاءً وَتَصْدِيًا 
فَذُوقُوا الْعَذَابَ بِمَا كُنْتُمْ تَكْفُرُونَ And their prayers next to Al-Bayt, Bayt Al-Haram was hand clapping and whistling and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said because of that you must taste the punishment because oh, you used to commit kufr even the hajj call the talbiyah labbayk allahumma labbayk labbayk la sharika laka labbayk inna alhamda wal ni'mata laka wal mulk la sharika lak which saying that here we are Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you have no partners this is the main idea of the talbiyah they changed it after they finish labbayka la sharika lak labbayk they started illa sharikan huwa lak tamlikuhu wa ma walak wa ma malak so no one is your partner except one who is permitted by you you are his master and the master of what he possesses so even the talbiyah in itself which is declaring the tawheed of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they changed it to shirk not only that sacrifices were also made in the name of god however the blood of the sacrificed animals was poured onto the walls of the Kaaba and the flesh was hung from pillars around the Kaaba in the belief that Allah demanded the flesh and blood of these animals and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it clear that he doesn't want the blood or the flesh he needs only taqwa moreover singing drinking adultery and other acts of immorality was rife amongst the pilgrims and the poetry competitions which were held were major part of the whole hajj event so they used to have something called souq okaf the market of okaf which is next next to mecca and in that one you'll find uh, these shu'ara poets come from all over Arabia and they stand there and start saying their poetry and it is competition and this people say oh who is the best and some of the best poetry they used to hang them around the Kaaba so this was uh, there is something called the Mu'allaqat Saba or Mu'allaqat Al-Ashar, the seven or the tenth uh, poems. They said they they had this name because they used to hang them in in Al-Kaaba. So Subhanallah, this place of worship became a place of hanging these poems. And in these competitions, poets will praise the bravery and splendor of their own tribal tribesmen and tell exaggerated tales of the uh, cowardice and miserliness of other tribes. So you'll find one from 
Bani Tamim, for example, he's praising Bani Tamim and attacking, uh, say, uh, any other other tribe. Uh, so every tribe will, you know, they, they will bring the man and who can sing the poetry and support him and ask him to do all these these things. Part of uh, the things that Quraysh used to do is offering food and water to those who are coming to Hajj. Originally, giving food and uh, drink, the, the water, is something recommended and uh, should happen, but at that time, it wasn't for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It was for what? For showing that these people, they are really generous and uh, the people will talk about them. So competition and generosity were also staged where the chief of each tribe would set up huge uh, cauldrons and feed the pilgrims only so that they could become well-known for their extreme generosity. The people had totally abandoned the teaching of their forefather and leader Ibrahim. The house that he had made pure of the worship of Allah alone had been totally desecrated by the pagans and the rites which he had established were completely distorted by them. This sad state, brothers and sisters, of affairs continued for nearly two and a half thousand years. We don't know how long exactly, but since Ibrahim until Muhammad But then after this long period, the time came for the supplication of Ibrahim to be answered. رَبَّنَا وَبَعَثْ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِّنْهُمْ يَتْلُوْ عَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتِكَ وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةَ وَيُعَلِّمُهُمُ الْكِتَابَ وَالْحِكْمَةَ وَيُزَكِّيهِمْ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَزِيزُ الْحَكِيمُ Our Lord Send amongst them a messenger of their own who shall recite unto them your verses and struck them in the book and the wisdom and sanctity them. Verily, you are the Almighty, the All-Wise. Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 129. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted the dua of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. And even Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, Ana da'watu Abi Ibrahim. I am the dua of my forefather Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. So a man came by the name of Muhammad alayhi salatu wasalam, was born in the very city that Ibrahim had made the supplication centuries earlier. And here we can see 
that there is there is a link and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen Mecca particularly for this so Ibrahim made the dua in Mecca and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was born in Mecca so he's the one who will reestablish the deen of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and continue the great message of Tawheed that Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam started at that time. So for 23 years, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasalam spread the message of monotheism, the same message that Ibrahim and all other prophets came with and established the law of Allah upon the land. He expended every effort into making the word of Allah supreme and his victory over falsehood culminated in the smashing of the idols inside the Kaaba, which once again became the universal center for the worshippers of the one true God. Not only did the Prophet read the Kaaba of all its impurities, but he also reinstated all the rights of Hajj which were established by Allah's permission in the time of Ibrahim Specific injunction, injunctions in the Quran were revealed in order to eliminate all the false rites which had become uh, familiar in the pre-Islamic period. All incidents and shameful acts were strictly banned in God's statement. There is to be no loudness nor wranglings during the Hajj. فَلَا رَفَثَ وَلَا فُسُوقَ وَلَا جِدَالَ فِي الْحَجِّ Competitions among poets in the exaltation of their forefathers and their tribesmen tribesmen achievements were all stopped. Instead, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to them, Instead of remembering your forefathers, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you have, he said, in Surah Al-Baqarah, so Ayah 200, and when you have completed your rites of Hajj, then remember Allah as you remember your forefathers, nay, with a more uh, vigorous remembrance. Competitions in generosity were also prohibited. Of course, the feeding of the poor pilgrims was still encouraged as this was done in the time of Ibrahim. But Allah commanded that the slaughtering of the animals which was done for this purpose should be done seeking the pleasure of Allah rather than fame and the praise of the people. He said, so mention the name of Allah over these animals when they are drawn up in lines. Then when they are drawn on their sides after the slaughter, eat thereof and feed the bigger who does not ask and the bigger who asks. This is in Surah Hajj, Ayah 36. So here we'll, we can see that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through Muhammad alayhi salatu wasalam changed a lot of 
the false things which was taking place before Muhammad because until the time Muhammad the people continued to do what? to do the Hajj but Nabi because he is the one who will reestablish the Tawheed in that area and reestablish the deen of Ibrahim again the deen of Tawheed now all these false things that they used to do Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered Muhammad وسلم, to change them and he made this ayahs that we are reciting and we can see these ayahs uh, particularly in Surah Al-Baqarah and also Surah, Surah Al-Hajj and inshallah when I'll talk about these ayahs in details in one of the days of these beautiful and blessed 10 days of, of the Hijjah, you can see brothers and sisters how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changed all, all these things. But today I'm talking about the general changes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made through Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. We'll continue the journey of Hajj inshallah ta'ala after the break so please keep tuning in on inspire fm from luton 105.1 and i pray to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept all our deeds and make all of us among the people who will be accepted and forgiven during these blessed days jazakumullahu khairan for listening brothers and sisters Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.